everyone, it's Dr. Dave. Hopefully you're all doing well. You enjoyed a good start to the week, whether you had a long weekend or not, and you're ready for your Tuesday. Coming at you on behalf of the Toronto Neck and Back Pain Clinic with your daily health update for Tuesday, February 19th, 2019. We're gonna talk about same gender friendships that can help with your romantic life later on in life. We're gonna look at kidney health and how that's related to stroke risk, supportive relationships, like those same gender friendships we talked about earlier perhaps are linked to a better diet what's the best time of the day to do your workout we're going to look at uh, delaying an infant's first bath um, that stinky baby keeping it stinky might bring some benefits they're not stinky i'm just joking we love them regardless <laughs> vitamin d can help improve diabetic neuropathy which is uh, very important in that uh, particular segment of the population and we're going to talk about that those are our six areas of health and wellness for today not going to treat diagnose prevent or cure any illness or disease but we are going to share some valuable health and wellness information that if you listen to on a daily basis will indeed i believe and i know deep down inside because i've seen it happen can improve your health because your thoughts and your actions your choices your decisions will be different and then that can help you recover potentially from some health and wellness problems you may have and or prevent those problems from happening in your life. So thank you for being here today for that simple reason. Share it with somebody else so they can be here too, so that we can all get better together. And together is a big thing. We know you don't have to love everybody, sorry, you don't have to like everybody, but we should love everybody. We got to figure out how to get along and that getting along can bring some real serious health benefits. In this study from the Child Development Journal, January 2019, they found that same gender friendships can help romantically relationships later in life. In this new study, researchers interviewed and observed 165 individuals from age 13 to 30 to identify factors that best predicted who would and who would not have a satisfying romantic life in adulthood. The research team discovered that the skills teens learned in friendships with same gender peers, stability, assertiveness, intimacy, and social competence were the strongest predictors of romantic satisfaction later on. The study leader says that in spite of the emphasis teens put on adolescent romantic relationships, they turn out not to be the most important predictor of future romantic success. So that's a cool correlation. You know, your friends just perhaps make you better in many different ways. And um, later on in life, because you're uh, better for those relationships, uh, it can help with your romantic outcomes which have been also proven to help support healthy outcomes through your life. So keep your friends and loved ones close, uh, learn to get along, learn how to love each other and uh, like each other as much as possible, even though sometimes it's not necessary because, you know, we try to get along and we must respect each other, uh, but sometimes it just doesn't work out that way and that's okay too. Your kidney health is linked to stroke risk. This straightforward uh, study from the Journal of Alzheimer's Disease, January 29, says that among a group of almost 6,000 seniors, researchers found those that with impaired kidney function had an elevated stroke risk in the following decade. So keep your food clean, keep those sugar levels low, um, watch your alcohol and other toxic chemical intake, and um, that can help improve or sustain your kidney function and um, not contribute to any elevated stroke risk. 
small blood vessels that are required in some areas of the body like the brain, the lungs and your kidneys um, are at particular risk to damage because of our lifestyle and when they're damaged uh, they increase the back flow in the body with the circulatory system and that pressure could uh, lead to an elevated stroke risk um, in the following decade if it were to occur according to the research and the studies. Another straightforward piece of information based on the Journal of Nutrition, Education and Behavior from January 2019 says that surveys completed by over 6,000, almost 7,000 high school students revealed that teens with greater parental and peer support are more likely to eat a healthy diet. So those supportive relationships we talked about earlier are also linked to a better diet. You'll have a better romantic relationship later on in life and you'll also have perhaps um, a better overall uh, body to be healthy in that relationship because you'll be eating better uh, with those supportive relationships. And now maybe those relationships, you can take some with you to work out and get your exercise benefit along with that diet benefit. But what's the best time of day to do that? Well, according to the Temporary Clinical Trials Communications Journal, January 2019, they did a pilot study involving 20 inactive and overweight adults. Those who worked out in the morning experienced greater fitness gains and fat loss than participants who exercised in the evening. The morning exercises were also less likely to drop out of their fitness program. Now, this is not possible for all of us to be that morning person or to get it done in the morning so the next best time is whenever you can get it done but based on this particular research uh, and uh, study the morning is a good time and it is kind of a good way to ease into your day after doing some uh, positive waking up with your mind to then positively wake up your body you typically can handle things throughout the day better um, but exercise regularly regardless of the time of day can create that same strategy in your life overall so don't be discouraged just get it done uh, throughout the day at some point in time but if you can and you have the ability to switch it to the morning you may get a different health outcome than doing it at another time during the day but customize it and individualize it obviously to you and your lifestyle on the wellness and prevention side of things, delaying an infant's first bath may bring benefits. Now, there's one of the more interesting correlations I've heard and seen on the daily health updates. Breastfeeding may go smoother if you delay your new child's first bath. A study that included nearly a thousand mother newborn pairs found that newborns who were not bathed for at least 12 hours were more likely 68% versus 60% to have a hospital discharge feeding plan that was exclusively or at least included breast milk. The Cleveland Clinic is now taking steps to implement delayed newborn bathing in its hospitals in hopes that this practice will eventually occur nationwide. That from the Journal of Obstetric, Gynecologic and Neonatal Nursing, January 2019. Maybe that bath is pretty shocking. I don't know, every time I seem to get into the shower and, uh, but a bath, yeah, bath is a little less shocking because at least it's warm when you get in. The whole shower thing sometimes is a little bit challenging, but I guess uh, uh, if it's warm when you get into the shower too, shouldn't be a problem. Not too shocking, but maybe for a newborn, uh, that whole concept of being bathed can be a bit shocking and maybe interrupts with the bonding that happens uh, and the latching on perhaps with uh, breastfeeding. Not quite sure. They didn't really get onto the details on that wellness and preventative note, but um, interesting to delay that first bath. 
And finally, on the chiropractic side of things, sometimes we see people in the clinic who have uh, some numbness and tingling um, and some other symptoms that could be related to nerve function that can commonly occur in diabetic patients. And they're finding that with those neurological symptoms, especially into the extremities, vitamin D could be of benefit. Peripheral neuropathy is a common type two diabetes complication, but a new study suggests that vitamin D may be helpful for improving that condition. A study that involves 60 type two diabetics with painful peripheral neuropathy showed that oral supplementation of vitamin D3 at 50,000 IU once weekly for 12 weeks led to improved vitamin D blood levels and a significant reduction in neuropathy symptoms. The findings suggest that vitamin D levels should be monitored among those with diabetic neuropathy and should be corrected with supplementation to reduce the neuropathy severity. Chiropractors often utilize nutrition and supplementation when managing the overall health of their patients. Diabetic and Metabolic Syndrome Journal January 2019 has that report. So type 2 diabetes bottom line could be that you want to monitor and have your doctor check those vitamin D levels so that they're maintained within a healthy range less likely to have um, perhaps that poor uh, neuropathic outcome as a side effect of that type 2 diabetes. Some great tidbits or information there today on your friendships and uh, having good relationships, uh, supporting your romantic life through your life, uh, also supporting a better diet, some good choices. That will support uh, your kidney health and uh, working out will do the same. For all of those, there's a way to integrate the benefits together. And then uh, if you're an expecting mom or you have a little one, delay that first bath. And uh, for those diabetics out there, please get your vitamin D levels checked and optimized. Carl Menninger has your quote for the day. He says, love cures people, but the ones who give it and the ones, oh, both the ones who give it and the ones who receive it. Love is definitely a good thing. And as mentioned, you know, you don't have to like and get along with everyone, but please do try to love them and respect them as a human being who is having some kind of journey on this earth just as you are and uh, everyone has their challenges. Give them the benefit of the doubt and um, do your thing. Let your joy shine through. Be a happy person and uh, get out there. Enjoy your day and keep health and wellness as a top three priority in your life. You'll be glad you did that pain of discipline that you have to exercise now to learn these lifestyle factors is far less than the pain of regret in the future having ignored them and then finally getting symptoms and or a diagnosis of some illness or disease or health problem is uh, probably not worth the lack of attention that was paid to our lifestyle in order to get there. Turn it around and uh, your days will be better day by day, week by week and month to year to lifetime uh, a good life creating those great experiences we want every day. So today, Tuesday, get out there. That's your task. Have a good one. Share some smiles and uh, put it in the books as a good one. We'll catch up with you again tomorrow, Wednesday, sustaining that momentum for some good health and wellness and great experiences. I shall talk to you then.